Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Could you possibly be the jerk for burping in front of a loved one? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for freaking out when my wife locked our son out of the house at night after he drank alcohol? I, male 39, have a 16-year-old son with my wife, female 40. This incident happened a few days ago and she's still mad at me. I was on a work trip so my wife was at home with our son. When I got back, I found out that he'd been hanging out with his friends and they convinced him to drink some beer and he got a little drunk. I'm not saying what he did was right, but him and I had a talk about it and it's fine. The problem is when he came home and my wife found out, she was furious and kicked him out and refused to let him back in until the morning. He was begging her to let him, but she wouldn't. When I found out, I was furious. Regardless of what he did, she made a slightly drunk teenager stay outside by himself at night. Something very bad could have happened to him. We had a huge argument over it. I asked her how the heck she thought that was okay. She just kept saying that it's our son's fault for drinking alcohol. My wife isn't really talking to me now and my son isn't talking to his mom. I feel like I'm in the right, but maybe I'm not. Am I the jerk? So let's be honest here. Most people growing up teenage years, they're going to experiment. They're going to get into some stuff. I think honestly, as a parent, you just kind of have to expect something like this to happen. And personally, I feel like the best kind of parenting is the one that is supportive although clearly is disapproving of this kind of behavior. A lot of times when a teenager gets drunk for the very first time, them experiencing that is honestly punishment enough. Personally, I subscribe to the parenting method of keep them safe, make sure they're alright, reassure them that even if they make a mistake like that, they can come to you, and then you can worry about punishing or restricting after the fact, the next day or something. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my roommate that her anorexia is not my problem? We're both 23-year-old female. It's been getting into the 90s Fahrenheit where we live, so I've been turning on the AC when I get home. I also work a physically intense outdoor job, so I come home really sweaty and exhausted from the heat. The apartment will stay cool enough for me to fall asleep, but then later on I'll wake up in the middle of the night completely drenched in sweat. I'll then get up and find out that my roommate has been switching the AC off while I'm sleeping. This really upsets me because it's been making me really dehydrated and tired to begin with, from not sleeping well, and it's been impacting my work. She's unemployed right now, so I thought she might have been hung up about the power bill. When I finally talked to her about it, I explained that I'm already very sensitive to heat to begin with, and that because we're fortunate enough to have AC, I want to enjoy it when I get home, especially after a long day at work, and that the heat is causing problems for me. I even offered to foot some of her share of the power bill if she was really that concerned about it, but then she said that she turns it off because the apartment gets too cold. I should add that our AC is set at 70 and has never been moved lower than that. 
I told her that she should just use some blankets or put a sweater on if it was really bothering her because the heat is unbearable. She then countered by saying that because she's in recovery from anorexia, she's really sensitive to cold and that I'm not prioritizing her needs. I then responded by saying, I'm sympathetic to your situation, but that is your problem and not mine. And it is starting to have a negative impact on me and we need to find some middle ground here because I can't take off my skin when it gets too hot. She then got extremely upset and angry and told me that I was being ableist and insensitive. I'm kind of bothered by this because I've also had struggles with eating disorders in the past. So am I the jerk here? Additional info from a comment I made so it doesn't get buried. I see a lot of people making the assumption that I'm completely unwilling to compromise with her or that I'm set on having it at 70. During our talk, I offered to adjust the temperature, but she wants it completely off. Not adjusted, off all the way. And that was what made me angry. Yeah, I was gonna say, as somebody that does prefer having the AC set lower, I'm well aware that 70 is kind of low. Even for like while you're sleeping, I would definitely say a couple more degrees up at least would still be pretty fine. But yeah, I don't think OP's the jerk here. I think wanting the AC on if you have it is a very reasonable thing. And especially if you live in a place that is normally warmer. When you turn that AC off, the degrees in the house go way up real quick. I also kind of do agree with, you can put more layers on, you can't take more layers off. I think experiment and try to find a good, decent, middle ground temperature. If OP has to, maybe try buying a standing fan, those really help. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to designated driver anymore and leaving three drunk friends stranded? I, female, have three friends from college, Maisie, Tom, and Mila. We're all mid-30s now. We usually get together once a month to have dinner despite work and family obligations, virtually, during the global event. Six months ago, I had to stand up to everyone about splitting the bill evenly because everyone else orders and eats appetizers and desserts, and everyone else drinks copious amounts of alcohol every time we get together. I typically eat a main and drink water. I started checking menus in advance and only bringing enough cash to cover my bill plus tip and would forget my card at home and eventually sternly told them that I was no longer willing to pay an additional $50 to $100 every time we went out to cover their appetizers, desserts, and drinking habits. Well, they all decided because I wasn't drinking anything but water, I should be the designated driver, which I initially agreed to because I was just happy that they eventually stopped arguing with me about splitting the bill. But at the time, I told them firmly if any of them ever threw up in my car, that would be the end of it. Last month, Tom nearly threw up in my car. The only reason he didn't is because I pulled over and pulled him out of the car and onto the pavement instead. I sent a group text the next morning stating that I was no longer going to designated driver, and everyone complained that Tom only almost threw up in my car. I again refused and told them that next month, they either had to limit their drinking so they could drive, or they had to find their own ride. Last weekend, I reminded everyone I wasn't driving anyone home. No one limited their intake at all, and by the end of the night they were too drunk to even handle paying their bill. I went up and asked for my bill separately, paid, and walked out without saying goodbye. 
Tom's wife had to have her mother watch their two kids while she had to come down, cover their bills, and give Maisie and Nilo rides home. And Tom and Maisie both threw up in her car. I was getting hateful calls and texts all week telling me I had to pay to have Tom's wife's car cleaned and pay for his mother-in-law for watching the kids. Maisie and Neela have been calling me all kinds of names for abandoning them, but I snapped that they were all three sheets to the wind, even after being told last month I wasn't driving them anymore. Tom eventually called to yell at me that if I didn't split the bill, and if I didn't designate a driver, then what use was I? I asked if that was how he treated his wife, Maisie or Neela? If they were only allowed to be around if they were useful, because here I thought we were all just enjoying one another's company, since I certainly wasn't gaining anything useful from them spending hundreds of dollars funding their eating and drinking habits, and then wasting my gas to drive their drunk butts home, I was blocked, and none of them will speak to me now, and I just need to know if I'm the jerk here. Yeah, I really don't think OP's the jerk here. Maybe not now, but I think down the road, maybe this will be a bit of a shameful thing for them to look back on. Once they realize maybe they're going a little too hard on this, when they realize maybe they were stuck a little too hard in some kind of party hard phase, that they ran off somebody that they formerly called a friend because they couldn't use them to party harder. Either way, honestly, I don't think it's worth OP stressing about this one. This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to do housework while my boyfriend goes to work, even though I don't have a job? I, 19-year-old female, have been dating my boyfriend, 25-year-old male, for 5 months now and he's amazing. However, one disagreement we often have is over housework. My boyfriend thinks that I should do housework, seeing as he works 48 hours a week and I'm not in employment. I have always refused. We don't live together, we live in separate houses and pay separate rent. I afford rent through my university student loan, as well as tutoring and babysitting part-time. So in my opinion, I have no reason to clean his house when I have my own that I pay for. My boyfriend thinks it's unfair that I don't really work, yet have enough money to rent. In his eyes, I should do household chores for him because he is the breadwinner. The thing is, I don't see him as the breadwinner. He doesn't pay for my rent. I do. We aren't married and I'm still in education. I can't tell if I'm being unreasonable. I cook for him and occasionally help with chores. But I refuse to be a full-time maid for him. Then again, he works so hard whereas I only work a few hours a week. Am I the jerk? I think I can't really tell unless I have a greater understanding of their living situation. Because they can own different places but does OP stay over? Like a lot? Like, if OP kind of lives partially in that house, then probably should do some stuff. But, like, if they're just expecting for OP to head on over and clean up this place while they're off working, it's kind of weird. It just comes down to whether or not OP's regularly living in his space and regularly making some kind of mess or using things in that house. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not contacting my sister-in-law about our niece's period and instead handling it myself? My wife and I are in our mid-twenties. My wife's older sister Kate has a daughter named Peyton, fake name. Kate has to travel for work every few weeks, so Peyton either stays with us or with her grandparents. We had her earlier this week. I had the day off but my wife had to work, so Peyton and I were just having a chill day around the house. She went to the bathroom and shortly after started crying which freaked me out. I went to the door and asked if she were sick or hurt. She said no. 
After some questioning, I was able to deduce that she started her period and just didn't know what was going on. I made sure that she got decent, new clothes, showered and such, and then explained as best as I could that she was going through something natural. I got her some of my wife's pads and explained how to use them. She was clothed and clean for every interaction. I didn't really feel the need to inform her mother. I figured Peyton would text her or call her or tell her when she got picked up the next day. My wife got home and explained more things, and apart from feeling physically unwell, Peyton did fine. Yesterday, two days after she got picked up, Peyton's mom called me absolutely screaming at me for A, not calling her immediately, and B, not waiting for my wife or another woman to explain things to her. It's not uncommon for Kate to be explosive, but this was extreme even for her. She's saying I'm inappropriate, a creep, a jerk, and that Peyton doesn't feel safe staying at our house unless my wife is home, which I don't believe is true. Peyton and I get along great. She reminds me of when my own tomboy sisters were tweens. Did I do something wrong? Am I the jerk for not calling Kate and not letting a woman handle this? For what it's worth, I feel like OP did handle this pretty well. If OP has the situation locked down pretty well, I think it then shifts to more of the kids' feelings. Does the kid want to tell the parents themselves? I mean, really, what is the best way to handle this? I think OP stepped in and did what they could in a safe and informative way, and they especially don't deserve getting called a creep. If anything, their parents failed them for not informing them and teaching them to be ready for this. Although, to be fair, I don't think many parents do. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not paying for my stepdaughter's wedding? I, 49-year-old male, will keep this as short as possible, but basically my stepdaughter, 25-year-old female, wants to marry her boyfriend, 25-year-old male, which was fine and all. I had the money to pay for the wedding. What could possibly go wrong? Her father, 54-year-old male, has never been in the picture her whole life. He was a deadbeat father, never took care of his daughter, never paid child support, according to my fiancé anyway. My stepdaughter was never rude with me and always showed respect. So I always showed respect for her and bought her all the necessities she needed. Maybe too much. Now, looking back, I'm a freaking ATM. What was I thinking? Anyway, since I'm paying for a 200000 wedding, I just asked for my mother and her two step-siblings to receive invitations. Since they're her siblings, my fiancé and daughter were like, cool, we will. Now, obviously this could be a mistake, but invitations come around. My stepdaughter informed me that she didn't want any children at her wedding, but that seemed odd to me because my fiancé's sister's children were invited. So why wasn't her own siblings invited? I asked her and she said it was just a mistake. Probably a red flag, but we move. A few days later, my daughter-in-laws come to my house and a question was asked by the in-law targeting my daughter, asking who's going to walk her down the aisle. My daughter announced it was her deadbeat freaking clown of a father. My fiancé was in shock from her announcement, and my daughter kept going on about how they'd been in touch and the fact that he's her true father, and at that point I lost it. I announced that her real father can pay for the wedding. He can't. Since I'm a check for my stepdaughter, my stepdaughter started screaming at me and all the guests. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Just left the house. My fiance wasn't too happy that I humiliated her in front of her in-laws and the fact that they spent a year planning. I stated that I wasted 200000 on an ungrateful brat maybe a jerk for this, and spewed insults towards her father. As you can tell, I have hatred towards that man. So am I the jerk? I mean, as soon as OP got a quote for $200,000 for a wedding, that alone should have been enough to realize shouldn't go forward with this, let alone getting strung along with lies and stuff. This next story is, am I the jerk for demanding that my twin sister either changes her lifestyle or makes sure everyone knows we're two separate people? I, 20-year-old female, have an identical twin sister, Emma. We live together in an apartment while away from home for college. We've always been very similar, not just in appearance, but also in the things we enjoy, as stereotypical with twins, I guess, except for when it comes to relationships. I'm not interested in relationships at all, not emotional nor physical. Emma is the complete opposite. Ever since we started living here, she's been bringing another random guy or girl or both home like every other night. It makes me extremely uncomfortable, but since it's her own life, I don't really think I have any right to judge. Problem is, is that it's beginning to really affect my own life. Not only do I have to listen to her going at it every time, we have very thin walls, but since we look practically the same and even our names are similar, If her name is Emma, my name would be Amelia. I'm getting attention intended for her as well. She has a reputation with how easy she is to sleep with, and people are approaching me thinking I'm her. My messages on social media are being filled with all kinds of obscene language and nude photos. When I reply saying I'm going to report them, they get confused because of the good time we had last night. Anytime I meet someone new, they only seem to be talking to me because they think I'm my sister and want to have some nighttime fun. As a result, I don't have any friends. I got really fed up with it yesterday and told my sister the way she acts is ruining my life. I told her she either needs to change her lifestyle, somehow make sure that whoever she sleeps with won't bother me, and make it clear to everyone that we're not the same. In response, she told me that I need to mind my own business that I shouldn't be such a prude and that I could probably use, in her words, some hot-dogging myself. It kind of escalated from there, resulting in me calling her the S-word, which is definitely a jerk thing to say, but I lost my cool. Anyway, am I the jerk for demanding my sister change her way of living, or otherwise make sure her interaction with people doesn't affect me? Honestly, this is making me really conflicted because at the end of the day, I do feel like she is just kind of living her life. But just because of the circumstances of your relation and being twins is affecting your life daily. I mean, I don't think it's too unreasonable for OP to tell their sister, 
hey, you need to clarify that you're a twin and tell anybody that you're involved with to make sure that they're talking to the right person. But beyond that, what more is OP really entitled to besides wanting good behavior from a roommate? I just don't think OP's the jerk, but you also can't demand that they change their lifestyle because they like hooking up with people. I think honestly, just considering the personal lifestyle differences, it would be best to kind of split up. This next story is, am I the jerk because I put makeup on my little brother? My friends and I were going to see Barbie tonight. We were all hanging out in my room trying out different faces and outfits, and my little brother came in and asked what we were doing. I said we were going to dress up to go to the movies tonight. He asked if he could come, and I said to ask dad. He asked if he could dress up too, and I said sure. He ran to his room and came back with any clothes that were pink or had flowers on them. My friend put pink eyeliner on him. He looked super cute. When my dad came home and saw him, he was ticked. He said it's disgusting to put makeup on a 7 year old, even though it was just eyeliner. He also said I'm no longer allowed to go to the movies. I think he's being an absolute buzzkill for literally no reason. It's just eyeliner? What's the big deal? I know makeup isn't usually for kids, but come on, one time isn't going to matter. Yeah, honestly I don't really get what the big deal is here. I see this as akin to like temporary hair dye or a temporary tattoo kind of thing. It's just like a silly dress-up thing that they were a fully willing participant in. I really don't see the issue. Is it going way too far if the kid wants to do some face painting for Halloween? This next story is, am I the jerk if I refuse to attend my sister's wedding? I, 20-year-old female, am thinking about not going to my sister's 23-year-old female wedding. Here's the reason. She's an egoistic, self-centered narcissist and has made my life worse for as long as I can remember. She's been bad to many other people as well, including my whole family, but it's always seemed to me that she's had it out for me specifically. I don't know why she's behaving like this towards me. I can only speculate that it might be jealousy, because I've always been the academically successful one. I've always tried coexisting with her, only interacting when necessary, but it didn't go too well. I'll give you a few examples. When we still lived with our parents, I refused to let her use my printer because she yelled and insulted me an hour prior, and when I did so, she lost it and threw a hot water bottle at me. She called me and my whole family the C-word over a Wi-Fi router. She called my mom the C-word and told her to shut the freak up, which is just not normal in our family, not even saying shut your mouth is, after she refused to babysit her two bulldogs for over a week because one, it stressed out our own dog, and two, she has to work and take care of my little sister and the household as well. Mind you, she had babysitted the dogs before for a day or two, but over a week because my sister wants to go on vacation with her boyfriend and the responsibility to care for her dogs is in the way now, is too much. And the most recent incident, context, she did an apprenticeship as a mechanic, she heard something I said which could indicate that I was planning on being drunk and stuff, actually, I was talking about Pokemon Go, I rarely drink, and instead of asking me then and there, she went to my mom a week later and asked her if I have a problem with drinking. My mom, who is very sensible in regards to drinking because of a traumatic experience, called me and asked me about it. I said no and asked where my sister got that from, and she said she didn't know. 
So I texted her about it, and she immediately called me disrespectful, again insulted my personality and everything about me, pulled the you're uninvited to my wedding card, they got engaged a week prior, and lastly told me I should be careful that nothing is going to happen to me in my car, implying harming me indirectly by sabotaging my car, after which she blocked me. Then she gave my mom an invitation for me and my boyfriend, still blocked me though, I've had enough and I want to make a clear cut and not have her in my life anymore. I feel as if it'll never stop if I don't cut her out now and it'll always go back and forth with this. She never apologizes. Not to me, not to my mom or anyone else. She just pretends everything is back to normal and I don't want that to happen. Everyone is telling me they understand, but I should go to keep the family peace. I'm not sure what to do. Would I be the jerk? Yeah, I don't think, even with the family peer pressure going on, that OP's the jerk if they don't attend. This person clearly has been a blight in their life, making things harder, implying threats. Definitely not the jerk for cutting that off. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister it's not my fault, her son doesn't call her mama? So, I'm a 15-year-old girl who lives with my mother and stepfather. My sister Sally is 30 and has a son Wally who's now 20 months old. My sister's also very tired from hanging out with her friends, so I'm the one who usually takes care of the little boy. I'm perfectly happy to help her when I can, but I also do all the household chores and have school, so it's a lot. Recently, Wally started saying mama, but he only calls me mama and will cry whenever Sally tries to take him from me. Two days ago, we had a fight over this. I said, I'm sorry, Sally, but you're never around or help with the baby, so it's not my fault that Wally is so attached to me. She got really mad and yelled at me that I was a bench, and she wished that car crash ended me. I was in a car accident. I survived but lost my arm. My mother refuses to buy me a prosthetic. Then she stormed off to her room. Later, I got a call from our mother who was upset with me. She said I was being a brat and needed to apologize. My stepfather's on my side, but now everyone is arguing and I hate it. Should I just apologize? Am I the jerk? Am I being a brat? 100% OP's not being the brat. OP comes off as the saint of saints in this situation. They're a good kid trying to do good in school. They come home and do all the household chores. They take care of the baby almost full time to the point where they call them mama. What more can OP do to not be a brat? This next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my nephew live with us in college? My wife and I have two twin boys who are going to college next month. We're very excited for them and also excited for us to be empty nesters. I love my boys, but I've been looking forward to living with just my wife and I for a long time. My wife's sister has a son, Josh, who will be going to college in the same city we live in. He was supposed to have an athletic scholarship that would pay for most of his tuition and room and board but it fell through due to an injury that will mean he won't play anymore. He's wanted to go to that school for non-sports reasons for a while, so he will still go there. My wife's sister recently asked us if Josh could stay with us during school or freshman year, since we'll have two empty bedrooms and dorms are expensive. My wife said she'd begrudgingly allow it if I was on board, but admitted it's really not what she wants, and agreed we both need to be on board for it to happen. I declined. I feel bad for Josh, but I want my privacy and don't want to live with an 18 to 19 year old college kid. If one of my kids stayed home an extra year, that would be a little disappointing, but I'd allow it. But I don't want my nephew here. It's caused a bit of conflict with my sister-in-law calling me a selfish jerk and saying I'm not acting like family. 
I suggested they just take out more loans to pay for it if they don't have the cash in hand, which I think they could make work if they tried, or if sister-in-law went back to work. Am I the jerk? Personally, I don't think OP is the jerk here for wanting their privacy after just now finally getting a taste of finally living back alone after your kids have left the coop. Would it be nice? Sure, it would be great if OP helped out, but there's no obligation here to. And I think it's just too big of an ask where it would make somebody the jerk for turning that down. This next story is, am I the jerk for calling my stepsister a jealous witch after she accused me of being a gold digger? My husband, 40-year-old male, is a doctor and I, 29-year-old female, don't work. I got married and had my kids, 6-year-old female, 4-year-old male, and 2-year-old female, soon after graduating from college, so I've never had a real job. I was planning on working for a couple of years and had a few job offers, but my daughter happened sooner than we'd planned, so I decided to just stay home. While it is quite nice that I can afford to stay home, Money was definitely not the main reason why I married my husband. I love him because of his personality. My stepsister, 30-year-old female, has three children, 7-year-old female, 6-year-old male, and 1-year-old male. I babysit them fairly often. A few days ago, my parents had a barbecue at their house. My fifth anniversary was a few weeks ago, and my husband got me a diamond eternity band and tennis bracelet. I was showing those to my mom when my stepfather and stepsister walked over. My stepdad asked my stepsister when she's getting a ring. She gave me a dirty look and said, Not everybody can afford to waste thousands of dollars on a shiny rock. I tried to be the bigger person and told my stepdad that she doesn't need a ring and it's obvious that her boyfriend loves her a lot, whether she has one or not. She told me to freak off with my fake sympathy. I asked her if she woke up on the wrong side of the bed today and she said, Some people actually have things to worry about. A useless little gold digger who's never worked a day in her life wouldn't understand. I was quite offended, but I don't like confrontation, so I just smiled and told her to tell me if she needs help with anything. She said that she doesn't need my charity and accused me of trying to make her and her family feel bad by flaunting my expensive jewelry. I reminded her that she chose to walk over and join our conversation. She said that it's hard to feel happy when she and her boyfriend still rent a house and can't afford special stuff for themselves and their kids while working long hours. I was done with her BS, so I basically told her that that's their problem and there's nothing I can do about that. She said that her kids feel awful when they see all the nice things my kids have and her daughter really wanted to be a ballerina and do gymnastics, but she can't afford it, so she has to watch her cousin do everything she dreamed of doing. I told her to stop being a jealous witch and said that if she doesn't want her kids to be jealous, then I won't babysit them anymore. She called me insensitive and said that I've always been given everything I want and I'm spoiled. I didn't want to engage with her anymore, so I left to talk to my sister-in-law. My stepsister left the barbecue immediately after that and is still mad at me. My mother thinks I should apologize to keep the peace. Am I the jerk? This just reeks of insecurity and jealousy. Like, they're acting up and making it out to try to be a big deal, but it's really not. And OP's not the jerk. And not wanting to tolerate that especially does not make you the jerk either. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 